2: What would you do about the following dilemma? Welcome to the following episode of the What Is Eating You podcast. Today, I'm excited because I was a host on Kylie Lately's show, and she had a dilemma, which was a DM from one of her viewers, and we spoke about this at length, and I think it is an episode that everyone can relate to. It talks about body dissatisfaction, your stomach, and all insecurity. So let's get into it. The What's Eating You podcast is a series of mental health topics that are designed to make you think, learn, educate, and validate. Enjoy the show. Welcome
1: to today's podcast episode. I have brought in the big guns. I've brought in the beautiful Steph Giorgio to join me in answering a bit of a life dilemma that a follower submitted to me via DM. And with their permission, I'm going to be sharing this DM. And Steph and I are going to just give, I guess, our live reactions, our thoughts, our feelings, our, what would Steph do? What would Kylie do in this situation?
2: I'm nervous. I don't know what it is, everyone who's listening. So I'm being blindsided by this right now.
1: You know what? what? I think it's the sort of thing that so many women um, will absolutely relate to. So Steph, get comfy and I'll hit you with this DM. I'm ready. I was just listening to your Talking About Sex podcast episode, which was amazing, by the way. But the whole time, the one thing that was coming up for me was, I love having sex. I love to feel sexy and hot with my husband. However, since having kids, I struggle so much to accept my body. This is a huge block for me. My stomach area has an overhang. It is loose with stretch marks. And I used to be very fit before having children. My husband obviously saw me before kids. So now I feel really down about the idea that my body is not what I believe to be sexy anymore. I'm struggling to have really good sex without being in my head about my current body. I eat healthfully, but I could exercise more so I know that I can actively work on my stomach area and tighten it back up. But in the meantime, do you have any advice or podcast episodes that could help me get through this block in my mind? I even brought lingerie for our wedding last year, and I didn't wear it for the night of our wedding because I could not bring myself to put it on. I am hiding my stomach at all costs, And I hate that I do
2: this. And so does my husband. Mm, Poor doll. I really feel empathetic hearing, hearing this. And I don't know if I'm the best person to comment on this because I don't have children. So I haven't actually been through that transition that women go through with their bodies and pregnancy and birth. But I have spoken to people about it. But even just your body in general during sex can be a massive hindrance, which I'm sure we'll unpack. But Kylie, what are your initial thoughts? Because you've had kids.
1: Yes. So I just wanted to say up top, yes, you've not had children yourself, Steph, but you've also had body image issues when you were much younger. So I think you do have an understanding of what it feels like to feel uncomfortable in your own skin. Mm. But as I was reading that DM, I had a couple of things kind of popping off in my mind. One was, of course, like I just wanted to give her a big hug, like, and just say, You're not alone. So many women experience that feeling uh, of feeling like they're out of control of the body that they are in, or feeling that it's uncomfortable and unfamiliar because we do make sacrifices to have children. We. Mm do like we physically change our body and after having a baby it's different yeah you know and sometimes it's different in a better way I've spoken to so many women who have babies and then they go oh I love my body even more after having Mm. a child but that can also be the anomaly for a lot of us we have babies and we don't like what we see and the reason that we don't like what we see I think Steph comes down to um the water that we swim in when it comes to body image, right? We are told to bounce back. We are told that the idea of body shape is a size eight or 10. We are told that we should love our body as well. Like there's so many messages being peppered at us all the time when it comes to our body and it's a lot of pressure. I also felt like maybe she needs to have a chat with her husband Mm-hmm. And he can clarify for her that it's not an issue for him. But that's,
2: can, yeah, that's what I was just thinking. Sorry to cut you off, but where is the evidence? As a psychologist, I would encourage this listener, where is the evidence that your stomach is an issue? Is there actual evidence to suggest that, you know, it's ruining your sex life or that it is a problem, or is this your thoughts? Yes.
1: And I guess she would probably respond, well, the evidence is I can't get out of my head. So it is thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. It's the thoughts of going an overhanging stretched, stretched mark body is not the ideal body and therefore I can't have sex. So perhaps building evidence of everyone else that is in an imperfect body that has a good sex life would be helpful, you know, and broadening your mindset. You don't have to be a perfect size eight with a tight tummy to have
2: an orgasm. Mm. Yes, a hundred percent. And she said it. The only thing is she's getting in her own head about it. And even having good sex does not come down to your body. Pleasure for women is mental. It is mental and you need to be relaxed mentally. But if you are constantly thinking or thinking, he's looking at my body, he's looking at my... Men do not care. They do not care at the end of the day and they won't say anything. And if they do, then maybe you're with the wrong partner. But it just makes me so sad that she said a year ago she bought lingerie. So this has obviously really been on her mind and affecting her for such a long time. And she said I eat healthy, I exercise, but it's always this I could be doing more. But it sounds like she's living quite a healthy Balanced lifestyle. And sometimes there's just weight you can't lose, like that overhang skin. I'm pretty sure that's like people get tummy tucks to get rid of it, but it doesn't matter how much you exercise and kill yourself. It doesn't mean that it's fixing that area of your body is going to fix the insecurity either.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There are so many layers, I think, to this conversation, right? Because we could focus on improving body image. So that might be, okay, literally going through your social media and unfollowing anyone that makes you feel bad about yourself. It could be actually broadening your horizons and looking at different body shapes and body sizes and body functions. It could also be, you know, bringing in the lens of pleasure. How much pleasure are you allowing yourself through the day? You know, do you enjoy food? Do you enjoy the smell of things? Can you actually get into the sensation of pleasure outside of the bedroom because that will help you inside of the bedroom too. Yes. Yes, for sure.
2: And I always like to go down the extreme end of the spectrum and get people to explore what are the options, right? Just from a psychological point of view. So if this lady was to go to the gym, eat cleaner, do everything, do everything, and her stomach did not change, what would she do about that? If she could get a tummy tuck and get rid of the loose skin, would she? But then she'd be left with a scar. Is she okay with that scar? Yeah, I've had people who have hated their legs and had surgery, and then their legs have gotten even worse, or the surgery has made really bad scars, and they're like, "Oh my god, my legs weren't even that bad before." So even take your mind down that path. If I was to get that flat stomach, is it? really going to fix my problems.
1: Yes. I think that's a really, really helpful thought exercise because you will likely come to a place where you realize there's always something.
2: Yes. Yes. And I think in general, women fixate on their stomachs. I know I did. I know people think having a flat stomach and Kylie, maybe you can attest to this because you know, you are Um, petite and people would look at you and think, oh my gosh, she's so um, fit and and shredded or whatever it is. Is having a flat stomach the ultimate perfect life? (laughs)
1: Not not at all. Not at all. And in fact, to be completely honest with you, you know, just this morning I uploaded a workout clip and once it uploaded Steph, I looked at it and went, fuck, I'm too skinny. You know what what I mean? mean?
2: Yeah. So I think, think that about yourself sometimes, sometimes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I think that there's always something that we can focus on, right? Mm. You know, you get, you say, you go ahead and have your tummy tuck. And for some people, a tummy tuck actually is great. I follow, um, and I've had her on the podcast before a wonderful woman and she has an Instagram account called Kiki and the quads. So she had quads and also a toddler as well. And I know that she had a procedure, which she's been very open about. And that's been really, really great for her. And it's something that she wanted, she deserved. She's very happy that she did it. But I, and I won't put words in her mouth, but I bet that she felt sexy and good before she had the surgery as well. I don't think she was waiting for the surgery and I'm going to reach out to her and double check, but I don't think with her that it was a case of she was putting all of her eggs in the basket of, oh my gosh, I'm going to have the best sex of my life after this or feel the most amazing it was more like that's something that I want to do and it will be nice, but it's
2: not the be all and end all. Yes. And the message here is the body doesn't fix the mind. And I had this conversation last week with a lady on the podcast and she said, weight loss fixes weight issues, just like money fixes money issues, but it doesn't fix other issues, psychological uh, issues. You need this woman. I would really encourage her to put her lingerie on, have a night, light the candles, and I want her to act like the sexiest version of herself she's ever imagined. Walk into that bedroom. You own it. You are confident. You are sexy. Your body is exactly what you want it to be, and just act that way. And I would love to hear her experience.
1: I love that advice. And at the same time, I was like, that's so hard, right? Because even I recognize, I understand I'm in a smaller body, all of those things. And I've bought beautiful lingerie and I have stood there and I've waited to surprise Brendan and all of those things. And I still feel this overwhelming vulnerability like, oh, fuck, this is like, like I feel vulnerable in that state. So I think that is amazing advice. And if you can act that way, do it. But I'm also thinking that might be a bridge too far for someone who's really self-conscious. You know, Mm. if you're having sex with a t-shirt on and you're only doing it in doggy position because of your stomach or whatever it is, that's probably a a bridge too far. If it's not a bridge too far, do it and like more power to you. And I love it. (laughs) But I also wonder about like just saying, have a chat to your partner about your stomach and maybe say, when you put your hand on my stomach, I instantly get into my head. Mm-hmm. And so maybe he can be more conscious of putting his stomach, uh, his hands, excuse me, on your ass. Yeah. And that might just help you to stay in the moment. Or maybe it is going, you know what? Fuck having sex with the lights on. I'm just going to have sex in the dark
2: and focus on pleasure. Yes. And the emotion. And you're right. Think of this as an exposure hierarchy. Okay. Maybe what I said was the top of the hierarchy, but ease your way in. But the problem is avoiding the problem perpetuates it. So if you only have sex with bras on because you are embarrassed of your breasts, it perpetuates that your breasts are a problem. Whereas if you just have sex without a bra and it's fine, you teach your brain that that experience is safe because the brain, the amygdala, the fight or flight, it learns from experience. So you have to teach it experiences to know that It's safe and it's okay to do that because maybe she thinks it, or this person may think I have to have the lights off because of my stomach. Whereas having lights on and having sex, and if it's okay, then she's like, oh, that was just my thoughts. They weren't facts that I need to act or behave in this way because the brain doesn't know the difference between what is real and what is imagined. So everyone talks about manifestation, right? Imagine. What you want to achieve. Imagine the money. Imagine the feelings you're going to feel. It's the same. If you want to be that hot, confident woman, you have to act like her in this body. And I promise things will then change. It's not the other way around. You don't have to become the hot, skinnier woman to feel confident. You need to become the confident woman, and then things will really start to shift. I could not agree more.
1: It's something I always talk about when women will say to me, once I lose weight, I'm then going to go for a swim in the pool with my kids or at the beach. I'm like, then you're never going to lose weight. What you have to do is go for a swim at the pool and you have to start living and start enjoying life as you are. And guess what a lovely side effect down the track will be is that maybe those changes will happen with your body Because you're happier and healthier and more in touch with who you are. And I don't mean healthier in the sense of eating. I mean healthier in the sense of accepting where you're at.
2: Yes, a hundred percent. And start to show love and gratitude. And I'm not trying to invalidate here. We all have body insecurities, but hating it doesn't change it, right? I'm not thrilled with my stomach, but when I rub moisturizer in, instead of saying that, I'm like, I love you. I love you. I love you. (laughs) You know, We're working towards it because when you actually, and this is an exercise I do with clients, if you're stressing about something that maybe to other people might seem minuscule, I want you to think about what is the worst possible thing. If we think zero to a hundred, what is the worst possible imagined thing that can happen to you, right? Maybe it's something to you, maybe saying to your partner, maybe saying to your kids, think of the worst possible imagined thing that can happen in your life. From zero to a hundred, it's a hundred. Then I want you to put your stomach issues on that scale. Where does it fit? No? And this yeah. is now. In 20 years, your stomach's going to be different again. Yeah, it's right-sizing the concern.
1: Yes. Something else I was thinking then is, and I, I do this myself, if I ever find myself thinking, oh, You know, when I'm leaning forward without a bra on, my boobs do look a little bit like teabags. You know, they're stretched and they hang forward and I don't love them. But you know what else I think? Well, there are times when I'm having sex and I can see balls that don't look amazing because of the position. You know, they hang, they fall differently. And guess what? I don't think about it. Yeah, I still love my partner. And if Brendan was to put on 10 kilos, I would love him. If Brendan developed some stretch marks, I would love him and I would still want to have sex with him. It's just actually taking yourself, I think, and giving yourself a bit of a different perspective. And then the other thing that I would add to that as well is if you don't feel great about your stomach, don't go and spend money on lingerie that exposes your stomach. Actually mm-hmm. ask yourself, when is it that I feel good? And maybe it is when you're wearing an oversized T-shirt. You know, So can you get yourself a T-shirt that's silky and feels good on your skin? Or do you love wearing your partner's shirt? Because something I have learned is that we sometimes as women will think, oh, my man wants me to wear lacy lingerie. Mm. But then when you come out of the shower wearing their shirt and mismatched socks, they're like, oh, you're so hot right now. So (laughs) actually, when do you feel you're most confident? is it a case of getting an oversized shirt and some nice body moisturizer like when do you actually feel your sexiest because oh. if you don't feel your sexiest in lingerie it's a you might as well set your money on fire but if you feel your sexiest in a maxi dress great get yourself a long nighty you know that. if you love your decolletage puts a beautiful moisturizer on or a necklace or whatever it is. But actually, what are the parts of your body that you do like and honor them rather than trying to gaslight yourself into
2: thinking you should love all the other parts? I love that. It's kind of like sexy comes in all different styles. And you're absolutely right. Focus equals feeling. And this is why I encourage healthy mirror use. So when she's looking at the mirror, rather than just zooming in on a stomach because research has shown when we look at one area of our body, it actually gets bigger in our mind over time, right? It's You zoom in on it. Look in the mirror and do a scan up and down. That's it. You don't have to stare at your stomach. Don't focus on your arms and ask yourself, what do I like about today? What am I grateful for today? You have to retrain your brain to not hyperfixate on one body part, and it takes practice and patience and repetition every day. Could not agree more. I know years ago I was
1: experiencing some really severe bloating, and I was obsessed with how bloated I was. And I would only see that bloating, and it just would get worse and worse and become this bigger issue. The moment that I stopped deciding to pathologize it and just be like, eh, it is what it is, it improved. -hmm. And, you know, I'm not saying magically your stretch marks are going to vanish or anything like that, but you will start to see the bigger picture. And think about it as well. Like, what do you find sexy in your partner? Because the things that I find attractive in my partner are much more to do with the way he moves in the world than his actual physical body. Oh, when he wipes down the bench. Babe, wipe it again. (laughs) Wipe it harder.
2: (laughs) It's so true. Like, don't. Assume what you need to be and how you need to look for others to find you appealing.
1: Such sound advice. And I know that you spend a lot of time giving sound advice on your podcast and over on TikTok. Tell our listeners where they can connect with you, Steph.
2: Thank you so much. So, my podcast is the What's Eating You podcast with psychologist Stephanie Giorgio. I do put a lot of body and food on my Instagram and TikTok is mind. Food Steph, and for this listener, I think you know you're amazing acknowledging this and putting it out there and talking about it, but don't be afraid to have that conversation with your partner and maybe talk about things you do like about each other, body parts that you are grateful for, and just focus on trying to you don't have to love it straight away, but you don't have to hate it and chastise yourself for it either.
1: I also loved that in her message, she said she loves having sex with her partner. Like, yeah. go, go off, sis. You love yeah. having sex. Stop cutting yourself off. Stop being the gatekeeper of pleasure.
2: Get yes. into it. Get into it. Get into the feeling. Get into the emotion. Step love it. That-
1: Thanks so much for joining me. I'll pop all of the links to your social media handles and your podcast over in the show notes. And I highly recommend all of our listeners do jump on over and hit follow on your podcast because when you're following a podcast, you then get the little updates and the prompts and people will say, oh, cool. Steph's put an episode up that speaks to this topic or that topic. And you cover so many different topics and you cover them very concisely you are in to the point and incredibly helpful. So if our listeners want a podcast that is really, really all about actual practical tools and tips that they can implement, the What's Eating You podcast is that they need that in their library. So the link is in the show notes. Thank you so much.